We're live. Thursday, February 14, 2019, a.k.a. V-Day, Valentine's Day. How's it going, boys? Hey, Drew. How's it going, fellas? Long time no see. I know. It has been a little while. Glad to be back. Uh, today, we're getting into all the NBA drama, the All-Star Weekend coming up. And then we also have a lot of coffee talk for you guys today. So I'm sure if you're uh, coming for that, we got plenty of it for you. Brock, I got a quick question for you. Do you cover the front-facing camera on your laptop? No, I don't. And I understand this is a big controversy, especially of recently. Um, people are watching us. The government's looking at us. Aliens are looking at us. Right. You know, we're being stared at. And yeah. here's here's my thing. I I do respect everybody's privacy. I do think that um, you should be in. You, I think you are entitled to your own personal privacy, especially when you're simply on your computer doing some sort of schoolwork. Um, perusing the internet for whatever you like to do in your free time. And you shouldn't be watched by people. But if you do cover up that little camera that's that's constantly staring at you, how come you don't cover up the camera on your phone? You have a front-facing wow. camera you on your phone you that me. you're staring at for upwards of six to seven hours per day. That's a very good point. So for me personally, no, I don't cover it up. I have nothing to hide anyway. What is the government looking at? I don't know. I'm sure they're gathering some sort of data to to take me down, but who, who am I to the government? That's how I see it, really. You know what, Brock? You, you really opened my ass just now. Yes. Because I, I'd say I've had minor bits of paranoia as far as, you know, laptop front-facing cameras, and I, I've been known to, to cover a screen or two. <laughs> but that's true. You have the camera on your on your phone that you stare at ten times more than your laptop. And Let's no, be real. Has any, anyone ever thought twice about that either? No. Like, no, not really. Yeah. No. No one cares about you know what what you're doing on your phone. To, people are watching you everywhere you go. Yeah, you're probably doing more shady things on your phone than your laptop anyway. But the funny thing is, you can just be having a conversation about something, and then you'll get an ad popping up on your phone about it. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, so yeah. how come people don't cover up their front-facing screens on their phones if they're so paranoid? Right. They people feel like they they know everything and everybody's out to get them. Sorry, honey, it's I, not not the case. I think we just need to not live in a state of paranoia and just accept that we'll truly never know. Yeah, but uh, what about you, Jason? Everyone's trying to stay woke, but you know you can't stay woke with Brock yeah. around here. <laughs> yeah. Brock is a real woke well, you one. Can't, you can't <laughs> stay woke with your eyes closed. <laughs> exactly. Pretty much. All right. You, but no, oh. I want to know. Does oh. Jason cover oh. up his front screen? <laughs> oh yeah, Jason. You know what's funny? <laughs> I, I would mock kids that that covered up their front sk- screen, but then at the end of the day, I'm like, man, they have a good, that's a good <laughs> idea. And now looking back on, I'm like, idiots. <laughs> like your friend, the phone has it. Street lights. Um, the new cameras, <laughs> uh, the new ring doorbells, like everything's been, we got PS4s, Xbox, everything around us has cameras. There's no way of hiding guys. NBA weekend, everyone. All right. All-star weekend coming up here. Uh, where's it at this year? Who knows? It's in Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte. You know what? I follow O'Shea Jackson Jr. on Twitter and he was going over the, the next couple of places, uh, that the all-star weekend's going to be all just horrible, cold, chilly places yeah, that no one wants Chicago to go. Chicago next year. Chicago. I heard Cleveland is one of them. And what yeah, happened just... at being, remember every year, like every three or four years in the LA area or like somewhere oh, yeah. in the West. So now it, was, it was LA last year. LA last year and then for the couple years. Prior to COVID retiring, it was L.A., his last yeah. all-star. Yeah. And now they're going to the East where, like, it's the miserable cold. Who wants to play Cleveland on all-star break? That's true, but I think all the fans should have a chance to experience that moment, you know? And uh, regardless if it is every, you know, 20, 30 years, L.A., L.A., this time of the year is just beautiful. Like, it should be – I would be fine with it being in L.A. every year. No, I, I agree. I think uh, it, it does suck for, uh, like, 
the big fans they that want to see all, all the big lights and everything. But for those local fans in in Cleveland, Ohio, you know, you know, they're that's a once in a lifetime kind of thing they get to do now. That's true, but what three or four times in our lifetime it's been in LA and we've been to exactly zero, zero. of them. <laughs> yeah, you so, know what? That's a good point. But maybe the prices are inflated for being in LA. Potentially. But maybe it's just inflated for being the All Star game. I, I feel like that's the case. Yeah. Anywhere you go, they're gonna rise the prices. All the celebrities come to the game. It's a big attraction. Yeah. All right. Well, I think the the biggest news going into the weekend is the Anthony Davis saga. My goodness, Brock, where are we with all this? So. He's demanded a trade. He wants to be moved. The trade deadline's hours, seconds, minutes away. <laughs> and uh, the trade deadline just passes. Uh, <laughs> they really I, they didn't field any offers. They came out and actually apologized to the Lakers, saying uh, that uh, they aired the dirty laundry of what trades were offered and um, the situations that were handed to them. And basically, they're, they're stayed, they stayed put with their idea of not trading him this year. Um I mean, who knows if they're going to get a better offer than what the Lakers supposedly did put to the table. I don't know. And I don't know what else was offered to them. If they were even listening to anybody else, were they listening to the Sixers? Were they listening well, to did, the Celtics? Did you hear what the uh, what the whole controversy was with the uh, negotiations, the air quotes, negotiations between the Lakers and Pelicans? Yeah, the Pel- Pelicans were a, a brick wall. They were not listening to anything. From Well... Jace, I don't know if you heard the same or anything, but from what I heard, the Pelicans were leaking fake trades that the Lakers had offered to them just to mess with the the camaraderie the uh, of the Lakers. Why? Really? really? I did not hear this. This is what I heard. So the, the Pelicans are putting together these crazy trade offers, Kuzma, Ingram, Lonzo, and, and two or three first-round picks. So they, those, they leaked that. That was false. That, that was, was not true at all. False no- fake news. Of the Pelicans leaking this information to mess with the Lakers, what to mess with, and to sabotage them from getting Anthony Davis at all. So believe it or not, this is actually common practice. Well, not necessarily to this extent, but it is common practice for teams to leak trade offers just to get a stronger counter from right. a different team. Makes sense. But in this case, this is strict. Like you said, this is strict sabotage of the Lakers. Um, Jason last mentioned on the last podcast that Popovich went to the Pelicans asking them not to trade Anthony Davis to the Lakers. That's tampering right there. Like how? Yeah. yeah. Magic Johnson's getting fined for for literally talking to players and just doing what he does. That he talks, he talks to everybody, and everyone wants to talk to him. Exactly. Yeah. Ben and Simmons wanted to talk, playing exactly. Yeah. Tips. And he's being fined all this money for doing this, that, and the third. Okay, he's he's saying, "What's up? Hello, what are you doing this summer?" He's not saying, "Come to the Lakers and I'll give you this, that, and the right. third. And teams are teams are saying, "Like, don't go to the Lakers." How is that? How is that not tampering? I mean, potentially a biased biased side over here, but how? I don't know. It just doesn't seem. The bottom line is, it's not fair. Teams aren't being treated the same throughout the league. I understand small and big market, right? And the Lakers have always been the market to get the the hot free agent, but that's a part of the deal. You're we're we're in LA. That's that's what comes with being in LA. You know, do what LeBron did. Go to go to Cleveland, win a championship. Good luck. You have to be one of the best players of all time to pull that crap off. It's only tampering when it's with the big market team, right? Exactly. It, because that's that's the NBA's way of making everything equal and. You know, just sweeping things under the rug. The Chris Paul trade to the Lakers. Okay, here's the thing. After LeBron left Cleveland the first time, how many first, how many top three, top four picks did they have? They had Tristan, Tristan Thompson, Kyrie Irving, Andrew Wiggins, Anthony Bennett. Obviously, that got traded. Anthony Bennett, like <laughs> picks, like if you're a bad team, you need you need the grace of God and LeBron to come to you to win anything. <laughs> like that's your only chance. It's not. Nobody wants to go there. You're not going to be making any big trades. I can't believe they got Kevin Love to go there and Kyrie Irving to stay as long as they did. 
You know what? The funny thing is, what I've heard over other sources is that the Lakers make the most out of all of the NBA, obviously, since they're a bigger market. So why don't, doesn't Genie Bus talk to the other owners and say, you know what, we're not going to share the revenue with you guys? Makes makes a big sense because like if she's not going to share the re- revenue with the smaller market team, it's going to put them out. I mean, if the smaller market teams are going to make a big such a big fuss with the Lakers about not, oh, we're going to make it harder for them, why not the Lakers pull back and just have their own little revenue and not share it with other teams? That's true, but rich people are always on the side of other rich people. I that when it comes to basketball operations, I think the bottom line if if you saw the Forbes list thing that came out, the Lakers are still the second most valuable team in the NBA. Right. Um, the Warriors are number one. Sorry, and uh, <laughs> Warriors are number one. And I mean, every team's went up by at least a hundred something percent. So I mean, every team's making enough money, and I there's there's some sort of agreement or or contract or like handshake under the table that these owners are like. We're gonna keep it evenly distributed because we if they go against each other, it's like the players going against each other. Yeah. But they it's just know. it's just gonna cause chaos. I think to an extent they almost I mean, they'd probably prefer to have a more competitive league because that draws more people to it. So even if, you know, you're you're sharing your wealth with other teams, it does improve them and therefore increases the value of, of the product, right? So I mean I some, something to think about. I, I mean I kind of agree because if you do look at the East with LeBron gone um, it's a lot more competitive. Yeah, the East is so much more interesting this year, isn't it? Yeah. The the Nets are six seed right now, above five hundred. Wow. Uh, Giannis, Chris Middleton, and the Bucks are, are number one seed, and they they're looking hot. They you could easily see them in the finals right now. Then you go to the West, like the team with LeBron is tenth in the West right now, and then you look at Jokic and the Nuggets are hot as ever. Obviously, the Warriors are Warriors, but can can we go back to the East one sec? There's yeah, one team yeah. I kind of forgot to mention that I de- that deserves some kind of respect. The Toronto Raptors. Oh yeah, Mark do they? Gasol? I mean, oh, I nice thought acquisition. That was a great acquisition at the Kawhi Leonard. Do, uh, this, do you guys think this will keep Kawhi Leonard in Toronto for another <laughs> sign a big long term contract, or do you think he will you know leave for another team? I think the only way he'll resign is that they win a championship. That's a year. big stretch right I, there. I don't, is that I, a big stretch? The Warriors are not. No. Whoever comes yeah. to the, the West is not going to let the East win at all. Didn't the Raptors sweep up the Warriors earlier this year? I just feel like the Warriors are letting This is a different team, bro. This yeah. Warriors the team playoffs is different. Team, they're, gonna let, they're just having yeah. fun right now. Raptors seems a little different, too, than when they last played the Warriors. Oh. Yeah, but would you rather have Boogie Cousins mm. or Marcus Gasol? I'd, I'd rather have a healthy Marcus Gasol. Than a healthy a, Boogie Cousins? Than an 80% Boogie Cousins. <laughs> yeah, but by the time the playoffs... Okay. Okay, Drew's... Drew's, uh, Drew's gassing them up. Listen, they're, listen, they're equally offensively good. What are you talking about? Uh, Marcus Gasol can shoot a better three than Boogie Cousins, too. Wait, wait, wait. Mark Gasol and DeMarcus Cousins are equal? Offensively? Yes. That's all either of them have is offense. Oh, man. Neither of them are playing defense. Uh, J- Jason, you got to pick a side here because <laughs> I'm baffled. I'm being very biased right now. Um... It's very hard for me to pick either guy. Pick? I like I, both guys. I just okay. I like Marcus Hall's passing. But I, I like Boogie's. Boogie's like Boogie's physical. Boogie's like, a good passer too. You know what? Only because I had Boogie on my fantasy team, I'm gonna okay. go Boogie. <laughs> but I, Marcus Hall deserves respect. He should not be. Getting I his think name. offensively, there Marcus Hall might be on a tier one tier lower. I mean, I don't think like as far as bigs, offensive bigs. I I I think Gasol's good. I think he is a better passer, but Boogie's a good pass. I just think. Boogie on the block, I think, is unstoppable. He's shown, a, honestly, a consistent three. Um, he's got an okay little mid-range. Neither of them are athletic. I, I like how these just sprout into different conversations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But 
but there's lots to talk about in the NBA. That's yeah. the beauty of it. Just, just know that. But uh, Toronto Raptors are. Keep in mind, the Toronto Raptors are deeper. Have a deeper bench than the Warriors, in my opinion. I feel like they have Fred Van Vliet. Van Vliet. Van Vliet's out for five weeks. Yeah, but once he just got. Once the playoffs start, he'll They're be getting, back again. Pascal, had, he had like a forty-four yeah, point game. I I love some Pascal Siakam. I I watched a lot of his off-season workouts. Um, he was over at UCLA. He was running fives at Rico Hines Court. He was he was getting it done. Yeah, it seems like Brock ran like five and five with them. Okay. <laughs> hey man, off-season basketball gets lonely, and sometimes you watch pick up five yeah. on five. Okay, but uh, no, he he definitely has improved a lot. He's taking the ball up the court. But Kyle Lowry was hurt. Kawhi Leonard's in and out of games. Uh, Marcus All's been hurt the past three four years like it's something every year these guys need to prove that they can stay healthy and if they do that then let's talk about them versus the bucks or them versus another team in the east before we start talking about them versus the warriors that's that's all i want to say oh they have jeremy lynn too but we just oh, jeremy lynn i think that was the a, raptors do yeah they yeah. just picked him up i think that's a great addition Did the hawks cut him yeah yeah oh. bought him out oh by the way i forgot to mention more names danny green his defense. Yeah, Danny Green's a good player. And then, do you, did you get do you talk about Serge Ibaka? Oh, okay. So you want to talk about them versus versus Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green? Who's on Green. the bench? They're gonna be. Is what I'm saying. I'm saying during the playoffs, they're gonna be playing 40 minutes a game. These guys, okay? You're not playing against the bench in the playoffs. Oh, do you guys want to know one more thing after this? <laughs> okay. Patrick McCaw. They got Warriors guy on oh, their bench too now. So he's a secret weapon. The intel. That's all that Patrick McCaw is gonna give him. He won't. He won't be <laughs> playing any minutes. <laughs> Looks like you know who Brock's going for this season. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, resp- I I love the balance on both sides. I really do. Like I think the the West is as entertaining as ever. I do think the Lakers will go on a run, but they're in deep trouble. Well, there's 29 games left. They don't have much of a yeah. run to have. Like they need to go 20 and nine, or what's what's 25 yeah, and five, some, or whoa, 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 something something like that. Unfortunately, there's no way they they got to win the majority of their games well, to get in the playoffs they, at least. And you don't want to be in the eight. Would you guys want to oh. want to make the playoffs in the eight seed? Yes. There's no reason they have Golden State as honestly, one. Honestly, honestly, LeBron in the playoffs is a different animal. They're gonna go seven games and lose. I mean, I, I respect that. Even but so, you take the Warriors seven games, that's impressive. Dude, when was the last time the Lakers were in the playoffs? Okay, you're right. I want that feeling. Yeah. I want you that feeling. You know what feeling the last back. time was with, I think, Dwight Howard and. and Andrew uh, Goudlock was running the point. <laughs> Darius <laughs> Morris. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think it needs to take for the Lakers to turn up the notch and I, win some I, games? I think as soon as they lost to the Hawks, that, that our fate was sealed this season honestly i i agree that game was brutal there was literally a five minute stretch where neither team scored in the fourth quarter yeah. <laughs> like um and the hawks are just a bad team they're i really like trey young he uh he got another double double today he's he's a good young player i they have a lot of good young players but i mean kuzma has like come on kuzma would be the best player on the hawks if they put him on the hawks right now <laughs> And then LeBron is—he's freaking LeBron, and he shot like five for twenty in that game. I mean, it's honestly their fate may be sealed, but let's see what they can do coming out of this break. The players did look tense. Uh, Josh Hart hasn't even been playing; he's got a knee thing. Um, they got to get healthy. They They're need Lonzo so thin, back. Yeah. They need Lonzo back. They need. I thought getting rid of Zubac was uh, a mind uh, baffler. Like if Reggie Bullock and Mike Muscala no, don't. Muscala. If they're not hitting threes consistently, like they have not shown in these first two games, did Muscala just get hurt? Yeah, he did. Yeah, Muscala he did. got hurt, but he played still. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, tough cookie. But yeah, if these guys aren't 
aren't consistently making shots for the Lakers uh, because Bullock is a starter all of a sudden. Yeah, Brandon I Ing- that. Brandon Ingram's the starting point guard. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, but uh, Rondo's coming off the bench. Yeah, they're they're in a weird spot right now. I, their fate may have been sealed, losing to one of the worst teams in the NBA. I don't think it helps when your star player doesn't want your coach to be there either. He well, want the rest of the team on the. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's that's the problem. Is LeBron does, LeBron wants Anthony Davis and Kawhi Leonard. And, He's shaking things up, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's putting some hair on these guys' chests. Honestly, I I agree with that too. But if you're LeBron, you know you have you have four years. Now it's three and a half or yeah. three and a quarter. You know, like it's he's, starting to be real now. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, starting to sink in. His his legacy is going to be sealed by this. I mean, luckily we're not going to remember the end of Steve Nash's career. We're not going to remember the end of oh. Dirk's career. People are going to forget Kobe's last season, except for his last game. But uh, four years on the Lakers that may not be something that people forget. I feel like. All right, this might sound crazy, but it feels like LeBron isn't like fully a Laker yet. <laughs> Sorry, I made you feel that way, Jason. <laughs> I feel the same way, Drew. You know, it's just it's weird. Just the kind of his, his motions out in the court, and it's almost like you're right. Like you were saying, like he wants the team gone, so why even try right now? Like I, this I year's feel a like wash. I feel like that's how he was at the end of last year with Cleveland yeah, too, though. Like a bunch of like random guys that they traded yeah, for at the deadline. He was like Rodney Hood, Jordan Clarkson. Jetty Osman, like he knew no matter what team he had, he's gonna have to drag him to the finals, and that's what he did. He had no help. And look at that team this year. They literally the only difference is LeBron. Every other player's there. And Clarkson went off yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Forty four points. Dang, shout out. Here's the thing. That team is a bottom five team in the NBA and the only difference was their small forward. So That's insane. LeBron, I mean, he's gonna I think they're gonna make noise this year. I think they're gonna make a lot of noise this offseason. And the next three years of his contract as a Laker, I think, should be interesting. Um, the way it's headed right now, it's, it's the the camaraderie isn't there. Um, you're just hoping that they don't frustrate LeBron enough. One to I don't I don't want to lose Luke Walton. I think that he's a super young coach, and what else are you gonna get? That's exactly. something that's, that's, that's something Drew's brought up a lot. That's yeah. something I did want to ask you guys because I know there are Vegas odds out right now of who who the uh, Lakers coach is gonna be next year. Um, <laughs> I saw the. Did you guys see what it was? Well, who is it on there? Well, the 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 very last one at like a fifty thousand dollar or fifty thousand to one. Lavar Ball. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Honestly, fifty thousand to one. Take those odds no matter. Never what. lost. Um, but uh, no, Jason Kidd was like number one. Yeah, he, he's Mark already Jackson. failed twice. Here's the thing: it's gonna be guys that are that are young in college, like Kevin Ollie and uh, Shaka Smart, oh, and then it's go. gonna be guys like Coach Jason K. Kidd. Yeah, Coach K ain't coming to the NBA. He's getting paid millions of dollars to sit on his couch and tell high school kids to play college basketball at Duke and play where Zion played. Like he's got the easiest job in the world. Play where Zion played. But uh, yeah. So it's gonna be reruns. Like nobody wants Mark Jackson. Like uh, he could have got a job like so many years ago, but just because of his track record, he's, he's the not he's the Greg Williams of the NBA. Greg Williams is I I could have had seven jobs. I turned them all down to be a DC for the freaking Browns. Okay, that's like Mark Jackson. I think there's one there's one component of, about this specific scenario though that you have to rethink is you're not thinking about a coach for the Lakers you're thinking about a coach for LeBron. Yeah. So and I, I feel like Mark Jackson might be a guy that LeBron would like. Look at what he did when he was in Cleveland. They had I don't even remember his name. The the year the David, year David uh, Blatt. Yeah. David. They had oh, David yeah. Blatt and LeBron didn't like him so LeBron hired the homie. He's like Ty Lue, what up? Yeah. <laughs> He's like bro, let's get it. 
That's and right. so that's that's what he, he's not gonna. Mark Jackson ain't the homie. He's gonna. No. He's oh, probably gonna get Rich was. Paul to be the coach or something. Rich, oh god. Or he's gonna he's gonna pull a Jackie Moon and say, "Step to the side. I'll, I'll wear my suit at <laughs> halftime." I'll do it myself. Yeah. But. You know, I, that actually crossed my mind the other day. I was like, why doesn't LeBron just coach? He can. <laughs> but I, th- I think the only thing is that, like, you know, you, you can't just tell everyone what to do, all the kids what to do. That's the thing. That's what he does. You. If, That's not the type of leadership that works in the NBA now. Yeah. I, I mean, they're millennials that are playing. Like, they don't want to hear it. They don't. Not like that. You, you know what's funny from the start of the season to now when you see that video where LeBron's like, oh, when you're on the floor, I'll pick you up. We're always, we're always here oh, to pick I you know. up. I know. And yeah, then I there's a video that came out a couple of days that ago where low. someone's on the floor and Lance Stevenson just kind of walks by and yeah. like, you know what? I don't even see you there. You know, that shows you that the Lakers don't have no chemistry or no respect for each yeah. other. Yeah, and it's kind of sad. I don't know if you saw too that it leaked that uh, I think it was Stevenson, Beasley, and Rondo also wanted Luke Walton gone. They had a little heated dis- disagreement after the uh, one of the yeah. losses in the locker Beasley room. Beasley and JaVel McGee, I right. I heard Stevenson was on it, but he came out on social media saying he didn't want to be put That's right. into that mix. And uh, and guess who's gone right now is Beasley. Michael Beasley. Beasley. You yeah. know what the funny, another thing I've heard uh, from a beat writer from the LA, uh, LA Times was Javel McGee is calling shots. He was upset with the uh, Zubac getting minutes. Okay. And so I, this, this is weird. Sorry, sorry, Javel sorry. McGee. Sorry. Yeah. Calling shots. He basically was upset because, oh, well, it's a report that came out. He said... Oh, he's. I'm upset from Zubak stealing minutes from me. Next thing you know, Zubak's out of town, and Javale Me is getting minutes. What right. is? What's that you, about? You know, you know when you're playing, you're you go to the gym, you want to run fives. You only have nine people, and you see that one chubby white kid walk in, and you don't want to play with him. You just need a tenth person. You're like, hey, bro, you want to run? And he's like, he's all excited. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll run. But you don't pass him the ball because you know he's bad. Aww. That's Javale McGee. <laughs> When JaVel McGee gets the ball, I scream pass. Like, please pass or dunk. And if you can't well, do either of those, passes, that's a get rid of it. Turnover. <laughs> yeah, but if you're lucky, you'll pass it to LeBron or Ingram, who have really long arms. Yeah. Like, that's 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 how I feel about JaVel McGee. Like, I'm over him. He had a good start, but what's he done? Nothing. And then what happened to Tyson Chandler? He's, he's a defensive he presence. He fell off, dude. He's, he's an old guy, though. And then us getting Mike Muscula. I know it's trying to free up the cap. I mean, Zubak wasn't making that much. Two million out a year. I mean, Beasley was making a little bit more, but emptying those off and then ha- adding Mike Muscula. They wanted. They strictly wanted shooting. That's yeah, why. Mike Muscula is a like, listen, journeyman. Like he's not gonna do much. He's a shooter though. They're just so. trying to correct the wrongs that they made in the off season when yeah. they should have been going after shooters in the first place, but instead they wanted to try to go for these gritty you playmakers, know, gritty playmakers. Yeah, and a couple guys that could score. You know, but no one really that that works with what historically has worked with LeBron. Yeah. But the funny thing is, you've had these buyout candidates too. Wesley Matthews, Wayne Ellington. Why weren't those buyout candidates interested in coming to the Lakers? Markeith Morris. All these guys could have been like, you know what? We're interested in playing with LeBron. Yeah. What's the reason not to come here? I know look the, look I, at the teams they went to though. Yeah. Thunder. Wayne Ellington went Detroit to the, Pistons. the freaking Pistons. What's yes. he going to do on the well, Pistons? Well, that's that. Well, I was just going to get into that. I'm glad you asked. Yeah. So they're saying that for Wayne Ellington specifically, one of the biggest shooters out there for as far as I thought he would have been a great fit for the Lakers of course he would have been but from Wayne Ellington's perspective former Laker mind Mm -hmm. you right right so he knows he uh (laughs) (laughs) no this is a contract year for him he's gonna get a lot of minutes in Detroit and show everyone and then you know get big money next year so is that the reason it was a money move for Ellington so he wasn't gonna get as many minutes with the Lakers as he was with Pistons depends if LeBron likes him or not probably but why take the risk when you know you're gonna get minutes in in Detroit aren't they fighting for a playoff spot bro in the east like I'm just I I just I just if I'm just saying if hey that's just 
you know, put right. But would you rather be a ten, the cake? ten seed in the East or a ten seed on the West with LeBron? Like, well, who are we talking? We're talking about Wayne Ellington shoes. Yeah, I want to get paid this offseason, so I'm going to do a season in Detroit. But, Maybe we make the playoffs. That's cool. Look and at the guard. Not, but look at the guards on the Lakers. Who's going to take his minutes? I, th- I don't know. <laughs> Nobody. I th- I think I thought there there's an open spot right for him. I thought he would have been a great fit. Um, he would have gotten a ton of open looks like the shooters do now. I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe not. And then Markeith Morris, Markeith Morris at, he's still there, right? He's no, he just he just signed with the Thunder. Oh. And the only reason he signed with the Thunder was because they're doing so hot. Yeah, yeah that was that's true. If if they if the Thunder weren't up so high from the previous years when they're in the seventh or sixth seed, there's no way for him to go down. Honestly, there. if you're if you're a free agent and you look at the Lakers right now, do you say, "Oh, I could change this team. I I'm I'm the missing piece." That's an interesting I don't think, thing. I don't think Wayne Ellington told himself that. Because if you look at guys like we've mentioned here, uh, Wayne Ellington, Wesley Matthews, Markeith Morris, these are guys that still have years and still need to get paid. The, the right. Lakers are adding guys like Michael Beasley, Lance Stevenson, <laughs> the two big guys, Chandler, Chandler and McGee. Something's adding up here, guys. Like we, Old we, folks, huh? We're getting, we're getting ring chasers now, and they're old ring yeah, chasers. They're on LeBron's coattails. Exactly. And, I mean, this is an interesting thing that we've brought up. They need... They need these these guys that are that want to get paid. They're playing hard. That are young. They can still score, and that's not what the team has right now. You know what a good point you just brought up. How how different? How much of a difference is it compared to the other years the Lakers had with Chris came in or Carlos Boozer oh when we God. had those same exact guys? It's the re- Kobe Bryant effect. And Kobe Bryant wanted to kill everyone every exactly. single game, and LeBron's out here against the Hawks, <laughs> acting like he doesn't care. And we have LeBron, and the thing is, it's the same thing. You would expect this year to be better. We have the younger guys plus the younger guys. But the younger guys still haven't stepped up. Yeah. Where's Kuz- Kyle Kuzma? Kuzma? He's been good. He, he's, he's been, been good, hurt, but where, where's that too. W? Okay. No, no, I agree. Where's I agree. Ingram? Ingram hasn't stepped up. Hart. I know he's hurt, but where's Hart? Hart has been bad. All these young guys. Lonzo Hurt. Lonzo, yes. One of the worst shooters in the NBA. Is he really? One of the Him and Westbrook are like oh, neck, Westbrook and, neck, like, neck oh. and neck for the bottom. Well, that's funny. Lonzo doesn't even shoot that much. And then yeah, he's not bad. Yeah, but he never makes it. That's the thing. And he's shooting under 45% from the free throw line. Like, Yeah, that's rough. Well, Genuine liability. It's all these triple doubles that are keeping them relevant. Uh, were, were you talking about Westbrook or Lonzo? I was talking about Lonzo. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, well, yeah. Lonzo's had a few. Right? Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, no <laughs> big deal. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's a I think it's an interesting space. Um, something I do want to get into though. Like I know it's a lot of back and forth and a lot of we went from. It, I was is, gonna do it right now. Don't worry. Where's, where's yeah. Anthony Davis yeah. going? Yeah, I was gonna do. But uh, <laughs> so today the Pelicans played. Tell them. Well, Anthony Davis comes back from an injury. Okay, he's playing in his game. It's a competitive game. Third quarter's over. He's at twenty-four minutes. He doesn't play at all in the fourth quarter in a close game. Do you guys think it's because he was actually on the minutes restriction that they had said he hurt his finger? It's not like it was an actual injury, or do you think it's because they're going to limit his minutes the rest of the year to avoid injury? The NBA is pretty smart about this. Well, the Pelicans are being smart about. But what? This. Do you, what? Before we get into that, what do you think? I think they're really limiting his minutes because they don't want him to get hurt. Yeah, they 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 know what's up. They know he's not coming back. They know they're gonna trade him for to the Celtics. Exactly. This is my. They're gonna trade him to the Celtics. Nah. They're holding his value, and as 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 bad as I hate the Celtics, I know they're gonna get a good deal better with the Celtics and the Lakers. But they don't hold his value. They don't want him to get hurt. If he gets hurt, it's a liability. They're not gonna get anything from him. I agree 100%. And like Drew said in the last podcast, uh, I hate referencing back too many times, but he did mention the only thing that could mess up the mess it up for the Pelicans is if Anthony Davis gets significantly injured. Um, 
something did come out that the NBA did tell the Pelicans that they have to play Anthony Davis. I don't know if you guys saw that. I did no. not see that but, uh, Yeah, they, they're not because they did contemplate sitting him the rest of the year. But obviously he's the number one attraction when you're going to Pelicans games or going on the road. Yeah, I mean, you you kind of have to when it's handed down by the NBA. You you got to throw him in there for a couple minutes. and. How do you feel about that? Do you think that should be mandated or do you think it's their player they should do what they want or... That's really tough, honestly. Because they're, it's not like they're not paying him, you know? So right. it's, it's hard to say. He's getting paid. He's sitting. The fans aren't seeing what they want. You know what? Listen, at the end of the day, Anthony Davis probably wants to play, right? right. Absolutely. He doesn't He doesn't care what team he's on right now. Right now. He knows, he knows he's staying there. So I, I, I think it's okay for them because at the end of the day, if Anthony Davis wants to play and the fans want to see him play, he should play. It, doesn't, it, it shouldn't be up to... Uh, the ownership now if the coach wants to make some stupid decision you know give him a 20 minute limit minute the, restriction make make him play but the thing is you know what's funny the coach is kind of in the middle of this he how hard is it for the coach right because he yeah he well his list, job is on the line yes he has to deal with anthony davis but he also has pressure from the upper upper management to play like oh, have these restrictions so where do you go from there because he's always had anthony davis back he loves anthony davis so where does he go from there yeah he's, and obviously Alvin Gentry, he's been around for a little while. I mean, I'm sure he's made his money, but when you're a head coach, winning is what keeps you in in your job, keeps you at your position. And Anthony Dave, not having Anthony Davis gives you worse chances of winning. Think about the effect too, not just on the coach, but on his teammates. Like he got a guy traded. Like someone's yeah. not there anymore. Yeah. And Anthony Davis didn't want to be there. He's still there. Yeah, that's true. Nothing changed for him when he wanted a change, and all of a sudden he he shipped out a couple guys that that were completely fine staying where they were. It's all the business, of course. I just thought it was kind of it's just something to think about. One day you just wake up and you just see one team just blowing it up. Yeah. Just like yeah. we can go back and forth on this with all yeah. different teams. You know, I don't I don't think there's a better time than now to get into some coffee talk. What do you guys say? Let's do it. Let's right. get it. Brock, why don't you start us off? All right, so we're getting to the time of the year where, oh boy, we're getting these G League guys getting called up. Um, oh, 10 days. The 10 day season. <laughs> ten, 10 day season <laughs> is here. <laughs> Two way contracts are here. We're, we got we got less than 30 games left. Yeehaw. And there is some unique characters. Some people that I've never heard of, and they're playing in NBA games. The bottom of the Celtics bench, the bottom of the Cavs bench, the bottom of all these benches. And obviously, there's a very popular American TV show. I don't know if it's American. Actually, I take that back. A very <laughs> Probably more Scottish than anything. I don't know. <laughs> there's a very popular TV show, Game of Thrones. So I want you guys, neither of them have seen Game of Thrones, okay? Keep that in mind, audience. Never. I want you guys to guess, is this an NBA player or is it a Game of Thrones character, okay? <laughs> All right, these better be some this obscure be NBAers. Okay. All right, are you guys ready? First, first one is... Omri Spellman. <laughs> Spellman, like like casting a spell. I want to say it's a G League player. No, they're either NBA or Game of Thrones characters. Oh, they're all in the NBA. That's an yeah. Well, huh. <laughs> I, I I'll say it's an NBA player. I think that's in a fantasy or something. <laughs> NBA Spellman. player. <laughs> no, I I think I'm right. He is an NBA player. He plays for the Hawks. Ding. All right. Yeah. We're gonna go to the next one. All right. Theo Pinson. Pinson. That's royalty right there. Give me <laughs> give me GOT. I'm gonna piggyback on Drew again. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Wrong. Oh. 
Theo Pinson is a guard for the Nets. <laughs> All right, oh. going forward. Have fun backing up D'Lo. Now we have Peter Baelish. Man, that's some Baelish right there. Um, <laughs> what? That's a that's a Game of Thrones because we're due for one. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That is a Game of Thrones character. Now Baelish. Different story. Yes. Do you know what team he's on? <laughs> yeah. Minnesota Timberwolves. All right. All right. All right. Okay. And now, now, Dario Naharis. Sorry. Oh, man. Are you sure? That sounds almost biblical. I'm going to say <laughs> GOT. I'm going to say NBA player. <laughs> Drew is right. Yes. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Keep him rolling. All right. This is a fun one. Utah. Watanabe. That's an NBA player. <laughs> this isn't the NFL. Yuta Wanatabe. Yuta Wanatabe. Watanabe, sorry. Watanabe. Oh, okay. Watanabe. <laughs> oh, I'm going to say Game of Thrones. I'm going to go NBA. Jason is correct. Oh, no. Did he tie it up just now? He, he just tied it up. I think it's 3-3 three to three now. <laughs> Heading into the very last one. The last one is Jamie Lannister. Oh, um, man. You know, I've never seen Game of Thrones, <laughs> but I've heard of Lannister. Oh. It's got to be Game of Thrones. Jason, what's your guess? <laughs> I'm going to go Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, both of you scumbags are right. <laughs> Scum for days. <laughs> okay. Oh. All right, I guess I'll get into my game then. Uh, do you guys know what national day it is today? Valentine's Day. Yay. No, it is not. It is just Valentine's Day, okay? But it is not a national day. It's just a holiday, right? Okay. So today is actually national... Oh, let me start that over. Today is National Organ Donor Day. Oh, wow. All right, Ooh. round of applause for all you organ donors out there. All right, guys, so I don't have an organ donor quiz, but I have a general... Uh, just a human body quiz, okay? Oh, so man. I'm, I'm going to ask you guys various questions about the human body. And I'm going to need answers from both of you, okay? <laughs> All right. Question number one. I have eight questions, by the way. Oh. Question number one. How many bones are in the human body? And it gets progressively more difficult. Don't worry. All right. A, 188. B, 206. C78 or D152. Brock has a kinesiology degree. Oh, you better not lose. Alright. Go ahead. You go first, Jason. I'm gonna go 206. 206 is the answer. Ding ding ding. Alright, we're all tied up. Alright, J- Jason's gonna have to go first every time. Right. Alright. How many teeth does a human usually have? 48, 24, 32, or 16? And no one count in your mouth right now. I'm going to go 32. 32 is the correct answer. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> like I said, they get harder. Okay. Uh, where where in the body uh, are new blood cells made? Okay. Is it in the brain, in the heart, in the bones, or in the liver? I'm going to go see the bone. New blood cells? New blood cells. Where in the body are they made? I'm going to say in the heart. That's where the blood is transferred. Jason, give yourself a ding, ding, ding right there. Uh, hey. Wow. That, that was a tough one. That was. Hey. 
All right. You went from layups to deep threes. All right. <laughs> uh, four pointers. All right. Number four. Uh, which type of joint is your thumb joint? Is it a hinge joint? Is it a ball and socket? <laughs> Brock, Brock is playing with his thumb right now. Okay. Is it a glide joint or a saddle joint? I'm going to say, this, I, I don't know this at all, so I'm going to go with the, the coolest one, saddles. I'm going to go ball and socket. Jason is correct. <laughs> Take your commanding lead <laughs> with only four questions to go. Sheesh. Four to should I go sweep this time? Maybe Brock should go out. first. <laughs> all right. The heaviest organ in the human body oh my God. is the brain, the skin, the liver, or the kidney. Jason Gill. You know what? Dang, I'm, I'm stuck between brain and skin, or I might it might be wrong, but I'm going to go skin. I'm going to go skin as well. You guys are correct. The skin is the heaviest organ in the human body. Or on the human body? In or on? Both? On. I, Both? I say on. Technically, there's a, a third dermal layer as well as a second. So the dermis, the epidermis. I don't know how if I could even trust any of this the right third, now. The you third dermal layer. questions wrong already. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just kidding, Brock. All right. Uh, question number six. Where is the smallest bone found? In the ear, the foot, the hand, or the skull? Yeah, speed this up a little bit. I'm going to go foot. It's ear. Brock is correct. All Dang. right. Make it a comeback. Down by one. One behind. Question number seven. Where in the body does most of the digestion take place? All right. Is it the, the large intestine, the mouth, the stomach, or the small intestine? I'm going to say the small intestine. Harley Brock Jenkins. I'm going to say the large intestine. It's the small intestine. <laughs> this is my last shot. I guess you learned about bones in kinesiology. And I didn't learn about it. Well, <laughs> okay. Don't go to Cal State Forge. Fair enough. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Question number eight. We're two and a half points. Which of these muscles is the strongest? The hamstring, the buttocks, the upper arm, or the jaw? Oh, the strongest? Strongest. You know what? Give me some of that buttocks. Okay, okay, okay. Jaw. Oh, God. It's jaw. Tie! I... Right? No, Jason got the lot. Jason yeah. one by one. Oh, <laughs> 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 I'm salty. Well, yeah, it's all right. Ha happy National Organ Day, guys. Uh, we're calling it. That's that's it. All right, have Bye. a good, great <laughs> podcast, y'all. Talk to you later. See you.